Hello again, everyone. This is Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry, and you're listening to a new episode of the Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode number 62, recorded on Monday, August 30th, 2021, from Citizen Square in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. Now, it's been some time since our last podcast, but we're looking forward to getting back into the swing of things, starting with today's guest. On today's program, I'm pleased to welcome Rick Skideman, who serves as the Executive Director of the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. Rick, thanks for coming in today. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Well, I have a ton of questions, and I know that we don't have an unlimited amount of time, so I'm going to try to get through these things in a timely fashion, but I think it's absolutely important that people understand where you came from and what attracted you to Fort Wayne. What do you think of us so far? Yeah, you know, uh, I came from San Diego where I lived for about 37 years mm. and uh, didn't really know much about Fort Wayne, to be honest. And I'll admit, when I first heard about a job here, I had to look on a map to see <laughs> where... <laughs> yeah, it's not unusual. <laughs> uh, but when my wife and I came out for our very first visit in July, we were really excited about this community. We could see that the city alone was just being revitalized and we had dinner downtown and we saw some families coming from uh, the promenade and they were riding bikes and they were laughing. They were just having such a great time. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, we're downtown and there's families (laughs) downtown. Uh, And we could navigate the city very easily, no problem parking, no traffic. And we just thought, well, this is a great city. We were really excited about it. Of course, I was attracted to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. But uh, yeah, we just really uh, love the city and just love the feel and vibe. And we've been here a little under a year, so we're still getting to know it. Sure. But it's been a great experience. So you came from San Diego after being there for over three decades. Yeah. Are you from uh, California or from that area? I'm originally from Boston. Oh, I grew geez. up there and then I moved to San Diego with my mom. But my wife is a fifth generation Californian, so ah. this has been quite a shift for her. I, uh, so you you have experienced winter. I have experienced okay. winter. Uh, I think, you know, when the board was taking me through the process to mm-hmm. hire me, they were really worried about the winter. Sure. I'll be honest, it's the summer that's been tough <laughs> on me. The humidity. Well, especially this summer. <laughs> this summer's hot. been extraordinary narrowly humid uh it it yeah it's one of the things about indiana uh as they say you know if you if you don't like it wait around uh, it'll change uh and it certainly does we have highs and lows uh there is no average anything as far as the weather in in this city but for a lot of people that makes it uh, very interesting because you don't know what to expect and in san diego you don't get seasons you know it's 75 (laughs) degrees and so we've experienced the fall with the beautiful changing leaves spring i i guess is for me kind of underrated because it's just beautiful everything's my that's my favorite it's so pretty and i didn't realize it Summer's been hot, uh, and then winter, you know, the snow's fun, and bundle up, you're fine, so. There you go. It's been a great experience. Okay, tell me a little bit more about your family. Uh, you, you said that your, your wife uh, is a fifth-generation Californian, uh, but uh, uh, so obviously, are you married children? Yep, we've got three kids. Uh, my oldest is uh, at San Diego State University. Oh, he stayed nice. behind. Uh, he also works at SeaWorld, which he oh, loves yeah. very sure. much. 
but the two youngest join me. So my daughter, um, she actually is starting Taylor. Oh, okay. Very uh, nice. We just dropped her off, and she's at Taylor. And she actually brought a couple folks from San Diego with her. Oh, so my God. My niece is her roommate from San Diego, and she brought her boyfriend from San Diego. And uh, oh, another good friend from <laughs> their, their little school. So we've got four San Diegans at Taylor. Oh, great. <laughs> and then my youngest is Brady. Uh, and he is in high school. He's a sophomore. He's at Homestead High School. Very good. Uh, really excited for him. He loves football. He's on the junior varsity oh, team. Oh, very nice. And he just learned that he's starting. So Ooh. he's very excited about that. I, boy, starting uh, as JV. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And my wife, uh, she is a volunteer at the zoo right now. <laughs> Which is very helpful. You gotta watch out for that executive director, though. <laughs> now, you said you were way out in San Diego, and you heard about this position. Uh, how in the world did you hear about a position in Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, way out in San Diego? Yeah, it's a good question, and it's really because of COVID nineteen. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was with SeaWorld mm-hmm. for thirty four years. And the last two years, I was uh, on a special assignment for the board and the CEO. And uh, we had a lot of turnover at the CEO level. And uh, on April 1st, I got the phone call that I was being furloughed along with, mm. I think, 20,000 other SeaWorld employees. Oh, it was unbelievable. Some of which are still furloughed to this day. And uh, so I thought to myself, you know, I'm on a special assignment. The CEOs keep changing out. I should probably be proactive and see what's out there. So this was April 1st. I saw the posting that Jim Anderson, Mm -hmm. longtime director, 44 years with the zoo, 26 as the director, Mm -hmm. unbelievable, that he had announced his retirement. And I said to my wife, Kristen, I don't know if I could do that. And she said, Rick, you've been with SeaWorld for 34 (laughs) years. He has 10 years on you. I'm sure you're just as passionate about animals and guest experience and conservation as Jim is. Why don't you throw your hat in the ring? Sure. Uh, So we did some research. Where's Fort Wayne? Where do you live? A little bit about the city, a little bit about the zoo. But that's how we saw it, by just doing a quick little research on on open positions across the country, really. And, And Fort Wayne came to the top. So you came into Fort Wayne, you obviously checked out our zoo, and ultimately came to work uh, with us here in Fort Wayne. Yep. Uh, What attracted you to the zoo? Uh, The zoo, so I wasn't sure what to expect. Fort Wayne, you know, I'm from San Diego. Right. Really big city, really big zoo. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called the Children's Zoo, right. so expectations were at that level, and um, didn't know much about it. And so when I went through the gates, right away we just saw this beautiful, incredible zoo. <laughs> Walking down those pathways uh, with the running waterfalls right. and the brooks and the tree cover and then the African veldt and these animals... And I think my wife and I, you know, just were in shock and awe that this was this beautiful, beautiful zoo in Fort Wayne. And uh, there were a couple of things that were important to me. Um, I wanted to make sure that the um, animal exhibits were respectful to the animals, and they were. They're very natural, very organic, um, well-kept. Uh, I wanted to make sure that the, the 
the zoo didn't have maintenance issues and you know looking around of course there are going to be maintenance issues in general but overall looking around it was very well maintained Um, i wanted to make sure that um, the zoo was respected by the community learned pretty quickly that the zoo is beloved Mm -hmm. by the community every single person that i said oh i work at the zoo or i'm interested in the zoo oh the zoo's amazing we love our zoo so there were a couple of things that were really important for me, and the boxes just get, kept getting checked and checked yeah. and checked. And uh, I think early on, my wife just said, gosh, you know, I think I think you could work at this zoo. Thank you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could, too. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and you know the story behind why they call it Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. And I don't know if I know the story. Well, actually, when it first began, that's exactly what it was. Uh was a zoo designed for children. And then over the years, a gentleman by the name of Wells mm-hmm. ran the zoo, and then Jim took his place. Jim worked for him for a while and mm-hmm. ultimately took his place. But we kept expanding the zoo. There were several attempts over the years to drop children mm. from the name and just call it the Fort Wayne Zoo or sure. the Fort Wayne Regional Zoo or something like this. And interestingly enough, a lot of the philanthropic community uh, who continue to give very generously to the zoo uh, wanted to retain children yeah. as a part of it. So it, 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 it does kind of throw people off. when they, Like you, when they went in there expecting a children's right. type of facility and are, are quite surprised that it's... Uh, Pretty significant contribution it's, to the community. Yeah, uh, but now it's uh, there's been several attempts over the years, and uh, uh, people are very passionate about keeping that name, and that's fine with me. But it does throw it does throw people off. Yeah, and I can see why the community just loves this. I mean, it's a world class zoo. It's just a beautiful, well done zoo. Um, Jim, the, I mean, they did a great job putting this zoo together and maintaining it. And well, Jim was known for. And he and, and what Mr. Wells, too, for that matter, they were both known for wanting to grow the zoo, particularly Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you? Do Now that you've been here for a little while, and I don't expect you to, to, uh, to have all of the answers yet, mm-hmm. but I know there's been some inquiries uh, as to whether or not the zoo is going to continue to grow or are they satisfied with the current size and all they're going to do is try to keep it fresh and and so on. Do you, can you share any plans that you and the board might might have? Yeah, you know, they're, like you said, I'm new, so I'm still learning. Right. But there are a couple of things that are really important to me. Number one, I want to make sure that I'm being respectful to the community and their zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that a lot of people thought, oh, you know, Rick's from SeaWorld. SeaWorld has roller coasters. Are we yeah, going to go down that true. route? You know, no, we're not going to go down that route. I want to keep it um, a great family place for, for the families and for the kids. Uh, what I do want to do is look at um, some of the aging spaces in the zoo you know it's been around what over 55 years yeah, a long time um and they've done a good job of maintaining and keeping up but there are some areas in the zoo that we should go back in and right. and redo um you know there's an area they call the hill where the red pandas are and, right. and that's a dead end in the zoo we mm-hmm. don't really have dead ends so you know let's fix that let's redo those exhibits um so i do want to go in and kind of make some of that old look new mm-hmm. uh there is also a little bit of room to expand um, the zoo, and so I think we want to look at just some op- opportunities that uh, could help just um, you know take take over that space in the zoo and do something new and different, maybe a different species. 
There's been requests, Rick, to try to incorporate uh, Shove Pond into more of a, a part of the zoo. Uh, is that being talked about at all, or is that just people? I have not heard any conversation about that. I think our the zoo's property line is right along. Right along. Right, and then the train is right along the, the lake. Uh, I haven't heard any conversations about that, but I have heard conversations about some. There is a little bit of land that kind of goes over along that lake. Correct. Um, that's covered with trees, but right. not uh, incorporating the lake. Uh, okay. But hey, that's definitely <laughs> <laughs> something well, we can yeah. talk about. Well, you know, it's certainly that... Uh, that uh, that Lake Shelf Lake is a part of uh, the city-owned park system. So, yeah. uh, and I, you know, again, taking on a whole lake and the responsibility of that, making it yeah. a part of a, a zoo can add a whole different level of responsibility. So yeah. that may not be appropriate, but every once in a while people ask me whether or not the zoo is contemplating anything to do with, sure. with the lake. Yeah. Uh, so. But right now, it's it's probably not in the in the near future. Not in the there near future. Go. I you know I really want to focus on keeping the zoo clean and green, <laughs> and family friendly. Uh, make sure that the exhibits are up to date. That we feel good about it. The guests feel good well, about it. Well, one of the complaints I have, uh oh, <laughs> is parking. Yes, that is tough uh, because it is an extremely extremely popular addition to our city and has been for years continues to be continues to grow hundreds of thousands of people visit it every year yep even though we've expanded parking to include the old dean museum area yes uh even that does not appear to be enough uh i hope that somewhere in your plans uh working with with your board working with the park uh, superintendent and his board that there is some discussion as far as uh, adding some additional parking yeah so you know my understanding is there's the Franke Park plan uh, that's been a work in progress for mm -hmm. for a little bit and that it sounds like we're getting close to activating soon you'd probably know more than I would when it comes well, to the, the Franke Park plan well I know that there's been uh, you know, a, a significant amount of discussion. I know we're looking now at putting another entrance into the yes. park off of Goshen Road, and yep. the city council did approve the engineering uh, plan for that, so that's taking place now. And ultimately, I think there will be an additional entrance, which will alleviate, I think, a lot of the congestion down where it is now because it's an entrance into the park, an entrance into the zoo, an entrance into Follinger, and really becomes... Yes quite convoluted and, and dangerous. Right. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. But I'm also uh, uh, very interested in being able to take care of those who come into the park as far as giving them some type of appropriate parking space. Yes. Uh, we don't need them parking over at the, uh, uh, at the uh, 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 BMX track to get all the way to the zoo. Uh, it, so it's, uh, I know it's a challenge. It is a challenge. Anything over 8,000 guests, you see them circling around. Yeah. But I understand phase two of the Franke Park plan could include redoing that parking lot right. that's just on the other side of the zoo, right. adding more spaces, right. uh, maybe removing a building or two to help add. So, so right. we're hoping that that will really help alleviate some Well, I know it's a multi-year plan, but there yeah. are some things that I know they put into the first year or two uh, that are definitely 
uh, needed right now. Yes. So, and, I, and parking is one of them. It so is. that's probably one of the biggest concerns that uh, uh, that are ex is expressed to me, and that is parking. Yeah. But outside of that, we get we get nothing, <laughs> almost nothing but compliments. Um, Halloween, Christmas. Yes. Uh, we've had some, or you've had some unbelievable successes in offering uh, uh, exhibits and the like during those two holidays. Now, I know last year, because of COVID, uh, we were somewhat restricted in what we could do. Uh, and right now, unfortunately, COVID is still amongst us and, yes. and go back on the rise again. Uh, have, have, have you made any decisions or your board made any decisions uh, as to what to expect this year? Yeah, so you're right. Last year we had to cancel mm -hmm. the Halloween event, which was too bad. Uh, but what we did do was we kept the, the zoo open the whole month of October. In the past, it was right. only weekends, uh, but we decided to keep it open the whole month. <clears throat> so this year we're going to do the same thing. We're going to keep the zoo open the whole month of October. And the last four weekends of October, we're going to do a Halloween event, a little smaller scale, mm -hmm. but we're still going to offer the treat stations. So if good, kids want to get their good. treats, uh, little interactive areas, that, you know, hay mazes and things like that, uh, interactive DJ where they can do the costume parades and little Very hula hoop nice. contests. So we're going to try to start bringing it back slowly. Um, again, so it's the, the last four weekends of the month. Um, this won't be an additional fee. Um, it's going to be general admission fee, so you'll pay your way into the zoo, you can enjoy the zoo, you can see the animals, and then if you want to participate in the Halloween piece, you can, you don't have to, uh, there isn't an extra fee for that. We are going to limit the time a little bit, so instead of all day, it will be um, between 11 and 3. Ah. So the zoo will be open from 9 to 5, mm -hmm. uh, but the Halloween event will oh, only yeah. be in the middle of the day. I can see one. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I've got a huge question for you now. <laughs> uh, Jim Anderson and I used to have a friendly competition from time to time, primarily for a fundraising event. But uh, I would choose my favorite animal, and okay. he would choose his. And we would have fundraising uh, in the form of people voting for whose favorite animal. And I don't know if you and I will do that in the future. We may or may not be okay. asked. But just out of curiosity, what is your favorite animal? Yeah, that's a really tough question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Jim used to say, be careful. It's kind of like picking your favorite kid. Yeah, that's right. Right? So it, it's tricky. Um, you know, because I'm a SeaWorld guy, the sea lions, oh, I'm big sure. fans of the sea sure. lions. They're actually from SeaWorld, too. So there's a couple of us from SeaWorld at the zoo. Uh, but the sea lions are a lot of fun. I really do love the giraffes. They're so fun to watch. They are. Uh, just interesting animals. Uh, kangaroos are, are, are pretty cool, too. So it's yeah, hard for me to hard. do it. Um, sure. Behind my office, or in front of my office, I guess, is the Lynx, Lynx right. exhibit. Sure. And they're they're amazing to watch. Uh, so it's hard to answer that. Now, if we got into a situation where we're going <laughs> to ask some folks to help contribute and donate to the zoo, I'll really have to think through it. Yeah. <laughs> the monkeys are always a pretty good one. The monkeys are good. I, I, will, I will say that, my, uh, like you, almost every time I go or have gone in the past, uh, I no sooner think I'd like one animal yeah. uh, uh, as my favorite when I get there. 
my mind changes. Yeah. I, it wasn't that long ago I was uh, at a function where we were in front of the window overseeing the Lions. Mm. And uh, it was actually a very um, fun evening because uh, the two Lions, one was a male and one was a female. Yep. And it was mating season. Uh, and it it got to be almost comical. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, she was very standoffish. She didn't want to date. Um, <laughs> and he obviously wanted to. Uh, but it, but it, it made me love the Lions even more because <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's, every time you go there, you experience uh, you know something different with each animal. You sure so, do. You never know what you're going to get. That's that's for sure. Well, okay. We've talked about the fact the uh, the zoo is is a real favorite of the citizens, a real favorite of, of visitors. Uh, if someone were to want to support the zoo, help the zoo, uh, what could they do? Yeah, you know, no question, last year was a tough year. Our attendance was down 42%. Yeah. We had to restrict the amount of people that we could allow into the zoo. That was tough. Memberships dropped, I think, 28%, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, so it was a tough year. Sure. And people have asked, hey, I just want to support. So what mm -hmm. I usually say is, um, Buying a membership is a great way to, to support the zoo mm -hmm. because you get a pass. It's $139 for a family pass, and you can go every day of the week oh, if you reasonable. want. It's really reasonable. Um, that's one of the best ways to do it. Of course, if you want to just donate and contribute to the mm -hmm. zoo, um, that's another amazing way to do it. Sure. We absolutely appreciate that as well. Uh, if, if they go to kidszoo.org, um, they just click on donate or click on memberships and they can do it online. Kidszoo.org. Kidszoo.org. Uh, the other piece to it that we don't talk too much about is the whole conservation side of the zoo. You know, I think everybody thinks that we're so focused on our animals and taking care of our animals, which we are, but there's a whole other side of the zoo where we have 25, 30 um, conservation partners around the world that help protect species and their natural environments. Sure. sure. And we actually um, take a part of every admission and it goes right to those efforts, uh, which I'm really proud of that too. Mm -hmm. um, we don't talk a lot about it, but it's really fantastic. Um, there were 90 African penguins just rescued a couple weeks ago um, that were malnourished. They, they were dying. 90 of these chicks um, and Fort Wayne Children's Zoo helped contribute to that rescue mission. And it's just really amazing that we, that we could do that. So I'm really proud of that. And so if anybody wants to contribute to that cause, that's that they can go through the website as well. Unbelievable. Yeah. But uh, what you do as far as directing our zoo efforts, uh, as well as what the zoo has been and continues to be as far as a true asset work and then so thank you thank you for all the work that you're doing and I want to thank your board uh, you know they're kind of a, a, a hidden gem yes uh, you got a tremendous board uh, people who are passionate about continuing this particular mission so well with that Rick unfortunately that's all the time we have for today thank you so much again for taking time out of your schedule to to speak with us and thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in today. It's another great day in the city of Fort Wayne, so let's keep the momentum going. This is Mayor Tom Henry, and we'll see you again soon.